however you feel when you are building it is going to be how you feel when you end up in it. Like it is the process, you're in the process every single day. There's not actually a destination. Whatever you get, wherever you think you wanna go, you're gonna keep pushing the goalposts further. But the thing is, even if you do hit whatever that milestone is you're trying to get to, which most people don't even really know what that is, to be honest, you're not gonna feel different when you get there than how you do right now. And so if in the process of building it, it's unsustainable, that's telling you something, right? So you have to enjoy the process of getting there. What is up everybody? My name is Emily Jane Saroff, but you can call me Em. I am obsessed with all things spirituality, business, and personal growth. I started the Empower With Them podcast at 21 years old, whilst I was studying my Masters of Architecture at uni. It is fair to say that this podcast catapulted my life in a direction I never imagined possible. Soon after starting this podcast, I dropped out of my degree, quit my nine to five, and started my own business, and in just eight months of starting, became a six-figure CEO. Inside of this podcast, I share insights into the realities of being a 20-something-year-old CEO, along with actionable tips to help you unlock your true potential and create a soul-aligned and impactful life and business. So pull up a seat, put on your headset, and get ready to get empowered. Welcome back to another guest episode of the Empower With M podcast. I have an absolutely beautiful guest joining me today. I can already tell how incredible this episode is going to be by the energy that she's already brought into the couple minutes that we've been sitting on this call. So today's guest is an intuitive channel. She's a celebrity healer, the founder of a high 7D energy healing and author of best-selling book, Manifestation Mastery how to shift your reality and co-create with the universe. She's been featured in top publications such as Forbes, Entrepreneur, and BuzzFeed, and is the host of her very own spirituality podcast that she's been building for the past six years, which is so incredible. So in saying that, I'm so excited to introduce Christina Rice, the host of Christina the Channel podcast, onto the podcast today. So welcome, Christina. Thank you for having me. Wow, what a what a great intro. You make me sound a lot cooler than I probably am. So thank no, you for that. What is how cool you are? You know, I'm here just sharing your bio and sharing everything that you yourself have created. So that is all you, my girl. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, do you ever have that moment? Like whenever people read my bio, I'm like, wow, definitely. You know, you sound a lot better when you craft it out, but I'll take it. I'll, I'll receive it. So thanks for that. I'm super excited to be here. So thank you for having me. I'm so excited to have you here as well. So obviously I've shared your bio with everyone, but why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about who Christina really is? Yeah, so I am an intuitive, an energy healer, an author. Um, I'm working on a lot of books right now, and I'm also really excited because I'm starting a new product line. So I just have some different projects I'm working on that I'm excited about. I have a background working in holistic nutrition. So I worked as a holistic nutritionist for a few years, working in the health and wellness space. And that was really where my podcast actually spent most of its time. And then it transitioned from that more into business coaching. And from there, moved fully into the spiritual 
energy healing space. So, you know, I've had my different iterations and yeah, I, I, I ended up here, but I have, you know, that kind of background that has informed really who, who I work with now, because all of those different parts of our lives are connected, right? Our, our businesses, our spiritual health, our mental health, our physical health, it's all totally connected. And I really like grounding that in for people. I think spirituality can feel very woo-woo and fluffy, but for me, it's super grounded because it's just how energy flows. And for me, Mm. understanding energy uh, and how much control I do have over my reality was what allowed me to heal from multiple chronic illnesses, was what allowed me to build a seven-figure business by the time I was 25, is what has allowed me to manifest in a lot of things into my reality that I dreamed about as, as a little girl. And that's available to everyone. I really believe that. It just requires us to remember that we do have that power. So yeah, now I um, I work mostly in, in the intuitive mentorship space and energy healing, and I'm writing my books and love it. So that's a little bit about me. Absolutely love it. It sounds like it's an incredible journey that you've been on. And there's so much that I'm excited to unpack with and learn from you today. And I think that's so inspiring how you were able to build the seven figure business for yourself by the age of 25 as well. Um, It's something that, you know, seeing you being able to do that inspires me to also be able to do the same as well. So really awesome that you're leading from the front there. But what I'd love to like start off from hearing from you is how did you actually get into this business journey that you've gone on? Like what actually brought you into this space and um, how did that unfold for you? Yeah. So you mean like where my business is at now or what led me into business coaching or what do you mean exactly? What part of my business? Into this path. Like where did that all begin for you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, it started with dealing with different chronic illnesses. Um, So when I was 19, um, my body basically just kind of stopped functioning and I stopped absorbing food. I dropped about 50 pounds in three months. I had to drop out of school. I became a medical mystery. My whole life was doctor's appointments and trying to figure it out. And I was told again and again that I was basically screwed and nobody could figure out what's wrong with me and that my organs were starting to shut down. And that's really scary to think about when you're 19, when you're 20, because I really woke up every day thinking like I, I could die. That's what my doctors were telling me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a time in my life that really shifted my perspective on everything. It completely changed my personality and it really forced me to get out of a lot of the victim mindset I was in where I was kind of waiting for someone else to save me. And that pushed me to my brink where I realized no one's going to save me. I got to do this for myself. And so that was when I really started researching alternative health. And that led me to the holistic health space and changing my diet and my lifestyle and using those alternative approaches to heal my body and coming back from it after a lot of people told me there was nothing I could do. Uh, And so that was what really inspired my obsession with all things health and wellness and just how incredible the human body is and how connected our physical symptoms are to emotions and and past trauma and things like that. And I just had such a fire under my butt to help other people in the same scenario because, you know, through that path, you start to figure out at first you feel like you're the only person dealing with it because nobody gets it. And then you start to explore these different holes on the internet and you realize, oh my God, there are so many people out there dealing with the same thing, you know? And so I just felt like I really wanted to help other people in that capacity. And so then that was what guided me to becoming a holistic nutritionist just from my own different struggles and and knowing how 
hopeless I felt for a long time. And I just really Mm -hmm. didn't want people to feel hopeless. And it was in the ups and downs of that, that I eventually went to my first intuitive. Uh, my doctor at the time recommended I, I go to her. And that really just was this catalyst for me to start to go down the spiritual path. And I started to learn about energy and I was guided to become an energy healer. And I also at the same time was getting really into neural reprogramming, brain rewiring, and really exploring those sides of things just once again changed my whole perspective on my life and really my business. And so through that, my body was healing and I started to apply the same things to my business. And that was when it really blew up. And so it was, it was through all of that, that I was realizing, okay, this is working with my physical body. Um, this is working with my business. What else can I apply this to? And I was noticing that everything in my life was really starting to improve and shift and change. And people are always making like comments to me, you know, how are you doing that? How are you manifesting? Mm-hmm. At the time, I didn't even know what that meant. Manifestation. People kept telling me I was doing it. I was like, I mean, I'm not trying to do anything. I'm just deep in my shadow work and inner child healing, but good things are coming from it. Uh, and that just, once again, really lit a fire under my butt where I felt like, oh my gosh, I just found this thing that's really working for me. And I want to share it with other people who I know are struggling. And so that first started off with when I made that shift to more business coaching. And, you know, it's just so beautiful to see so many people start from zero and grow a business so quickly, so in alignment without the burnout. I think there's just there's a lot of like toxic energy. I'm going to use that word. I think there's a lot of toxic toxic energy in a lot of the traditional entrepreneurship spaces and people burn themselves out. And what I'll say is, especially now the clients I work with, these are very successful, very high level entrepreneurs running seven, eight, nine figure businesses. And the thing is a lot of them are not fulfilled. A lot of them are completely burnt out. And I look at that and I think, how do we stop that from the beginning. You know, there's there's a different way to do it, and I think we're really at this time where people are starting to wake up to that. And when we start to understand the importance of of energy, of alignment, of our mindset, of creating new paradigms rather than continuing to play in the old ones, we can actually create the lives we want. You know, a lot of people step into entrepreneurship because they want freedom. They want freedom, they want flexibility, but what they unintentionally create is the opposite. They unintentionally often accidentally create something that they feel trapped in where they're working harder, 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 you know, and there's a lot of that language used in the space. And I'm not saying that it's easy breezy, but I think there are a lot of places where we make it a lot harder than it has to be. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, if we're choosing the path of entrepreneurship because we want to create freedom, then what's the point if we actually end up in something that we feel totally trapped in? And that's where a lot of people end up. So I'm really interested in helping people actually create a life that they love rather than something that maybe on the outside was everything they dreamed of, but in it, they feel, they feel trapped. Um, and for me, it all comes back to understanding the energetics of all of these pieces of our lives and understanding how they all affect each other, right? Because your business is not separate from your physical health, is not separate from the relationships in your life, is not separate from your spiritual, mental, emotional health. It is it is very much all connected. Um, mm-hmm. And same thing with your physical body, right? So it really is, you know, for me, how can people create the life they really want and feel free in, in their lives? 
Mm, I think there's so much value that the, that you just shared there and there's so many different directions that I want to take this. First and foremost, I love how you were able to turn your pain into purpose and a way for you to be able to serve and help other people as well. I think that's something that's so common to see in the coaching industry, but it's never, never like something that um, should be under understated because I really do think that it is such a powerful thing to be able to do. And the other thing that I wanted to tap on as well was when you were talking about um, these six, seven, eight, nine figure business owners that you're working with. First, first of all, that's so insane. Like great for you. Honestly, you should be so proud of um, what it is that you built for yourself. But when you were addressing there about, you know, how they're still unfulfilled with where they're at in their businesses, it really highlights how when we follow like our ego's version of success versus our soul's version of success, that that is the place that we do end up. We do end up in that burnout because we're chasing, you know, these big figures that our ego is pushing us towards that we then let go of everything that our soul actually craves and desires. So I think that's a really powerful point that you did bring up there. What I'd love to sort of tap into you with you now is because you were chatting about um, how working harder and feeling trapped within your business is something that a lot of entrepreneurs suffer and find themselves in this place unintentionally. What are some steps to really start working around that or avoiding even getting into that from the early stages of your entrepreneurial journey? Yeah. So I think the most important thing to remember, which a lot of people, you know, they don't want to hear it. (laughs) They don't want to follow it, but it, it really is true. So however you feel when you are building it is going to be how you feel when you end up in it. Like it is the process you're in the process every single day. There's not actually a destination. Whatever you get, wherever you think you want to go, you're going to keep pushing the goalposts further. But the thing is, even if you do hit whatever that milestone is you're you're trying to get to, which most people don't even really know what that is, to be honest, um, you're not going to feel different when you get there than how you do right now. And so if in the process of building it, it's unsustainable, that's telling you something, right? So you have to enjoy the process of getting there. It's it's the same thing as if somebody is trying to, let's say, lose weight, right? If you're trying to lose weight in a way where that's totally unsustainable, right? You're like working out for multiple hours a day and you're dieting really hard. It's, it's not going to work. It's going to rebound, right? You're going to feel like a piece of crap on the other side. So it's, it's like that in your business as well. And what most people do is from the beginning, they just follow what everybody else is doing rather than tuning into what really is an alignment for them. And mm-hmm. so starting to peel back, what are all the things that I think I should do or the things that I think I have to do and starting to ch- challenge those. So what are the things that you really enjoy? The thing is that when you are doing the things that really light you up, that you love, that you're passionate about, you're really magnetic naturally in that space. And that is how you're going to attract in more people into your business, right? Whether you are forward facing in your business or not, because, you know, depending on the company, the business, you may or may not be, but your energy is affecting everything else in, in the company, in the business, right? And people can tell if you're not lit up. What a lot of people do is they hear advice of how somebody else built their business. They hear other people saying, you got to do this, you got to do that. And then they start to put themselves into all of those rules. And now they're making all this content. They're overworking, they're overdoing because they're trying to do everything they can to ensure their success. And they don't even enjoy it. Right. And then your energy is dragging. You don't have to do everything. Right. You need to focus on, I highly recommend focusing on like what you're actually enjoying and what's sustainable. 
there is not just one way to build a business, right? And you can be the person that does it differently. And I just think that really following what's actually in alignment for you uh, and staying like staying in your lane in that way is going to be the most supportive thing because people feel a lot of pressure from what they hear on podcasts or on courses and they start to make themselves wrong. They're all just beliefs, right? Mm-hmm. And just because somebody built a certain way, built a business a certain way doesn't mean there wasn't an easier, smarter way. And I actually think that that's how we should all be thinking about things of, okay, I can draw inspiration. I think there's so much, so much value in learning how other people did things. And then taking a step back and thinking what from that model actually does resonate with me. It feels good for me. And also, can I look at that and start to think, could there have been a faster, easier way? Right? Mm -hmm. So for example, I mean, look at content creation. A lot of people feel pushed to be everywhere all the time. You don't really have to be though. Right? So whatever you focus on is going to have momentum added to it. And so pick a platform and show up there, right? Pick the platform that you love. So many people, you know, they're on a platform that they don't even like, right? If you don't, if you don't like being on Instagram, don't be on Instagram. If you don't like being on TikTok, don't be on TikTok, right? Not everybody should be a podcaster. Not everybody's going to love podcasting. But the thing is about thinking about sustainability, right? And so what's something that I enjoy showing up to and that I can keep adding momentum to and energizing and it doesn't feel like work. It feels like I'm living my purpose as I do this. That's going to be really, really important. That's going to be sustainable. And that's going to be something that you want to show up to every single day. But if you're waking up every day dreading it, you just got yourself stuck back in the nine to five energy, right? And so it's how, how can I create this business, this life where I'm so excited every single morning to do what I do. Right. I I remember feeling every day, like I would just, I would, I put off going to sleep because I didn't want to wake up because I didn't want to do whatever was on my schedule that day. Yeah. That sucks. (laughs) And so now it's like every day I am so excited to wake up. I feel like sleeping is a nuisance to be honest, because I'm like pumped to get out of my bed and do the things that I want to do because I love what I'm talking about. And where people get out of that energy is when they're stuck in what they think they should be doing. So I just think the first place for people to start is really to take a step back and look at what are all the things that I have these beliefs around? I have to do this or I should do this to get there. And can I just write them all down and start to peel these apart and remember that I actually don't have to do anything. There's no shoulds, right? There are these these are different options and models. And what am I actually aligned with? And let me put my energy there rather than just copying what somebody else has done. Because the thing is that even if you follow the exact same model or structure or plan that got somebody else to wherever you want to go, it might not necessarily work for you. It might not necessarily work for your energy, your personality, your audience, the topic that you're covering, right? And so for me, as my business has gone through many different iterations, I have had to shift. I have gotten to be dynamic because every single offer requires something different. Every single, you know, my audience has shifted along the way as I've been talking about different topics. So I have had to shift in terms of my model, in terms of my messaging, in terms of, you know, what I'm prioritizing. I've I've shifted what platforms I focus on more. And that's just been an organic thing that really is led by what is lighting me up as well as in highest service for whoever I'm showing up for right? And mm-hmm. this is where taking a step back and, and realizing I get to love this and it gets to be the thing that's most supportive for my ob- audience. And it really is about quality over quantity. I think that in entrepreneurship, the bi- one of the biggest mistakes people make is 
we're just doing too much. We're just doing too much. And we have to recognize that everybody's cluttered with all kinds of things, right? Everybody has a lot of content to keep up with. There's a lot going on in their own personal lives. People don't need a million things thrown at them, right? So less can be more. uh, And you actually don't really need to be working on your business as much as most people are. I mean, if you have a solid one to two hours a day, you're going to make a lot of great momentum. And I think a lot of people just, they stay busy, but they're not productive, (laughs) you know? And so you can usually, if you can distill down, what what do I really need to do to move the needle, which is connecting with my audience. It is focusing on income producing activities. Um, It is serving whoever my, you know, my current audience is. That can be distilled down into, you know, just a couple of hours a day, if that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the rest of the time, you're focusing on supporting your own energy, your field, like living your life. You're going to become really magnetic and attract more people in. So I think simplifying is a huge thing and really just following what feels like flow for you. Mm, I think there's such valuable points to touch on there because, as you said, so many people do get into this mindset of, I need to check off these boxes, whether it be for your morning routine or whether it be for the way that you are running your business, seeing how someone else does it and thinking that that is the right way and then you implementing it yourself and then recognizing that actually this is pushing me so far out of alignment um, is something that, you know, if you can avoid doing from the earliest stages is going to take you a lot further and make you more fulfilled in the journey that you're on as well. So I love that you did share that there. And I'm curious to know as well, because I always love to learn about, you know, what is in alignment for the different um, coaches and business owners that I do speak for through this journey to seven figures that you've gone on. What does that alignment in business look like for you personally? Yeah, for me personally, I, I'm changing a lot. I'm shifting a lot. I'm somebody that gets bored pretty easily. I don't really like saying the same thing twice or talking about the same thing twice. And I I just move really fast. And so I've built a model where I'm able to move really fast and keep growing and shifting. Um, you know, I love long form content, so I make that work for me. Right. And so podcasting, YouTube are really great mediums for me. I think about the things that I can show up to that just feel like fun. Like what would I be doing, whether or not I got paid for for it, which when I first started all of this, uh, a while ago, I was doing all of all the things I'm doing now and I wasn't getting paid for it. I did it because it was my hobby, right? And so I always think like I get paid to be me. I, I get paid to be me. That's all I get paid for, which is a lot of fun. So for me, the alignment piece is I like lean into the types of content that I really enjoy. The alignment for me is I like to prioritize my self-care. I like a lot of me time, uh, you know, the way that I have shifted my offers over time. I don't work with people individually as much anymore. I don't really open that up. I prefer, um, you know, one to many at this point. And then I have a couple of my clients who have been with me for, for a while, but I've kind of shifted that in my focus, uh, for me, new projects too. So I, you know, it's, it's a funny thing. It's like, I never really run the same thing twice. And so people always ask me, Oh, are you running this again? I'm like, yeah, probably not. Like I'm pretty much a one time and I just tune into whatever I feel like needs to be brought forward at that time and I offer it then. So I don't really like to rerun things. I like to do it differently every single time. I never make the container the same because I like to just kind of spice it up with different energies. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's really more my style and even just, you know, moving from I've tried it all. You know, I've 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 done 
one-on-one coaching. I've done group coaching. I've done a lot of different DIY programs. Um, I have done certifications, right? Different trainings. I have done, you know, single live workshops. I've done eBooks. Um, I've done books, right? I've monetized Mm -hmm. podcasting. I've, I've used to do straight up like blogging and get monetized in that way. So I've tried a lot of different offers. Now we're moving into products and I just really like to keep my business model moving and shifting and growing because I, the reason why I love entrepreneurship is I'm a, I'm, love to be curious and I love to learn. And so I really like to stay in that like beginner energy. Otherwise I just kind of get, get stagnant to be honest. So that's something that for me is in alignment and something that I, I have to really stand firm in is, you know, as a business owner, people will try and put you in a box. And that is where a lot of entrepreneurs kind of lose themselves and they get stuck in the shoulds because they can feel the identities and the expect the identities put upon them from other people and the expectations that other people have on them. Uh, and if you're living in that, you're going to start to feel trapped in it. And for me, it's super important to just follow my own intuition. And so as I've made a lot of different shifts and changes, not everybody's happy with it, right? People who have worked with me in a one capacity don't necessarily want me to change what I'm doing because they want to keep working with me, right? And that is a huge compliment. But I think for me, one of the most important things as an entrepreneur has been just really, really trusting my intuition, not what I think I should do or not what I think ever makes sense because honestly, whenever I do what I think makes sense, it never works. And every time I take weird leaps uh, and just do it my way, it all seems to work out. Mm-hmm. And that's why people resonate with me, you know? So I really like that flexibility. I like to stay dynamic. I'm not really a planner. Like that doesn't really work for me. You know, some people that works great planning out their content and planning everything ahead of time. This is our quarterly and yearly goal. And that's great for certain personalities. I am not that way. Like I'm the kind of person that probably does everything that anybody would say, don't do this. I hate, I I don't plan anything in advance. I do it moment to moment. Uh, you know, I, and I, (laughs) people who work with me have to understand that and work with that. It's like, yo, if you want me to submit my content calendar a a month in advance, it's just not happening. So we're not an aligned fit. Right. So it's really important to me that people who are supporting me in my company understand how I work. Um, and they can be the organizational side of it and the left brain side of it. So I can stay fully in, my visionary energy. Cause I like to be in that creative flow. And if I'm being pulled in between, uh, logistics, admin kind of things, I can't stay in my creative space. So for me, it's been super important to create a team where I feel very, very much supported. And I feel like where mm-hmm. I have weaknesses, those are their strengths, you know? And so for me, my team is a huge thing because without that support, I wouldn't be able to do everything I do. And I wouldn't be able to live the life I want. I'm pretty unwilling uh, to compromise myself at this point because I have that history with my health and my body is really sensitive and, you know, too much stress, too much working. I can, I can start to have symptoms and things like that again. So I'm really, really conscious of my energy and how I'm feeling. Um, and I let myself be supported. And I also don't ever want to fall back into the energy I I had been in of working so hard. I was missing my life, you mm-hmm. know? And so I always just think about, for me, it's a, it's a consistent practice of checking in of, is there anything that I don't, that I've signed up, I signed myself up for that I don't want to do anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. And I let myself change and shift in my business. And so whenever I am creating an offer or creating something new, um, it really just is intuitively led and it's based on what lights me up. And uh, yeah, I just like to keep it shifting and, and changing. So, so those are some of the things that are important for me. 
So the Aligned Coaching Academy, it's really the best option that you can take in order to finally hit the ground running towards seeing that massive growth within your business. The Business Academy is really the only program that I know of that can teach you how to grow your business to those consistent 10K months without falling victim to the hustle culture. So if you're ready to finally be turning your passion and purpose into real and scalable profit, or if you've been building a business for some time but have been feeling quite stuck and as though you're not seeing the level of results you want to see, then keep on listening because if you are serious about getting the clear step-by-step strategy that you need to build a six-figure business for yourself, just like what I have done and do so in the fastest manner possible, then this academy is 100% aligned with you. So if you are interested in taking a look into this opportunity, exploring what the academy could offer to you, then what I want you to do is head to the episode description of today's podcast and click the button that says, join me in my Aligned Coaching Academy, okay? Thank you for sharing all of that. That was very, very detailed. Um, But it obviously sounds like you have found your alignment and I mean, your results in your business are evidence of that as well. So what I'd love to sort of tap into with you now, because I know manifestation and energetics have come up so much in this podcast already, and I'm really curious to actually learn about um, how manifestation and energetics have worked together for you and your journey and helping you create this reality that you have created for yourself. So what would you like to uh, share with us there? Yeah, I mean, I think for me, where everything changed was when I really understood that everything is energy. And to me, it is like a math equation in in that way. And I started to realize that where I was blocked with business, for example, was where I was blocking myself. And it wasn't about working harder. It was about alignment and the law of resonance and being the version of me that I wanted to be to have the life that I wanted, uh, making different choices. It was about making sure that my nervous system felt safe to receive more. So if we think about expanding a business and the energetics of that, there are a couple of things to think about. First of all, is that we actually have the energetic capacity to receive And then also, do we have the energetic capacity to receive more? And so if we are living in an energy of overwhelm, there's too much, I'm pulled in too many directions, we are not vibrationally available to receive more because we're telling the universe, I'm overwhelmed, there's too much. So the universe responds with that energy of, okay, we won't send any more your way, right? So first is if we're living this energy of overwhelm, then we're not vibrationally ready to receive more. Now, if we want to receive even more, it is getting our nervous system stabilized so that we feel safe, which is another big reason why we often don't expand to our next level is we don't feel fully safe in our bodies or we have these subconscious expectations about what might happen when we get to that next level. A lot of us Mm -hmm. have these deep underlying beliefs of, you know, it's going to be lonely at the top. Or if I get to that level, who's going to judge me? Or will my friends treat me the same? right? What will be, what do we already think is going to be different? What are we already anticipating is going to be different? Where do we not feel safe? I mean, cancel culture is a huge one right now. A lot of people do not feel safe energetically to expand to the next level because they're afraid that every little thing they say is going to be 
pulled apart, right? And that they're going to be put on a pedestal and then knocked off when that's not what they wanted. That wasn't their intention, right? And so it's starting to get to the bottom of what are all my subconscious beliefs that are making me vibrationally not want to get there. Because we can consciously say, yeah, I want to get there. I, I, I want this type of business. I want whatever it is. But if subconsciously we have all of these these beliefs around that are fears around what's going to happen, then that is a big no, no, no with our energy field. So we're not going to expand. So getting to the root of those subconscious beliefs and shifting them to things that are supportive for us and just realizing what fears we might have that don't need to be there and starting to shift those. So there's there's the nervous system capacity. Um, There is the energetic vibrational space as well, which goes back to the overwhelm. There is the, what I call abundance portals basically, which comes down to like, are we actually ever in receiving mode? So if you think about manifestation and we think about masculine and feminine energy, which we all have, that is nothing to do with gender or sex. Um, everything there's just masculine and feminine energy balance in, in the world. We all have that. And so to balance the energies, you know, masculine energy is the energy of taking action, of doing, of planning, of strategy. Mm. And Feminine energy is the energy of resting and receiving and creativity and intuition. And so a lot of entrepreneurs especially get so caught in their masculine energy where we are planning, we are organizing, we are doing, right? We're taking action, but we're not completing that whole loop and we're not actually getting in the energy of receiving, which is where whatever we've added energetic momentum to can actually come find us, which is why a lot of times with people, they'll be like, I've been working so hard, I'm doing everything right. And I just, I'm, I'm not receiving, like I'm not getting the clients, I'm not getting the money. And I'll be like, just take a vacation, right? And the second they take a vacation, they come back and everything that they wanted is right there waiting in their inbox. Like, holy shit, I went on a vacation and I just came back to 50 applications for my coaching program, whatever it is. Um, It often happens people go on vacation let's not wait for a vacation, right? So let's create a life where in a business where we are in that balance of masculine and feminine energy, this is really where you're going to feel and see the energy moving in the business, where you have that balance of taking action, of planning a strategy, of setting up a container. But then also you also have that feminine side. You also give yourself space to be intuitive and follow your inspiration. You give yourself space to just be creative rather than doing something always for a result. You give yourself space to rest, right? Every single day. Like, are you resting? Are you, are you actually receiving, getting yourself in the energy of receiving? And when you create a life structure and a business structure that allows for all of that, right? Both the masculine and the feminine, you're going to feel and see energy consistently flowing in, which allows us to receive more money, right? There's also the energetics of abundance versus scarcity mindset. I mean, this is a baseline for everybody. As an entrepreneur, if you haven't really dug into this, which is very connected to, you know, our relationship with money, this is, to me, I think healing your relationship with money will heal everything in your life, honestly. Uh, It affects relationships. It affects our physical health looking at what are all of my beliefs about money and how often do we blame money? We're scared of money. We make money the scapegoat. I mean, poor money. We project everything onto it. And how much of our beliefs about money, right, are from our parents or from from society. Money is hard to get. Uh, People are going to steal money from me. Uh, You know, I have to work really hard to make money. Like, what are all of those beliefs you have about money? And let's bring them to the surface because poor money, like we are rough on money. Like we are rough on money and it wants to support us. It wants to support us. But if we demonized it, it can't. Right. And so it's about really allowing money to, to support us. And so Um, Looking at those beliefs from our parents, from different authority figures, from society, healing our relationship with, with the masculine and the feminine, in particular with the masculine, 
which is really about the energy of support, right? If we if we don't trust support, if we're in hyper-independence, uh, if, if we think that if we get supported, we're going to get betrayed or the rug's going to get pulled out from underneath us, it's going to be really hard for us to believe that money can support us because money is a supportive energy, right? So it really is about trusting, believing, knowing that you deserve to be supported and that money wants to do that for you because it really does, but we have to allow that right? Looking at abundance versus scarcity mindset is an offshoot of that. Abundance mindset is is being rooted in the knowing that there is more than enough available mm. for you, for me, for everybody, right? And so scarcity is, if, I'm, if I say no to this, I'm never going to get another opportunity. Scarcity is, well, that person has that. And if they have that, I can't get it too, right? Scarcity is jealousy. Scarcity is, is hoarding energy, right? Uh, and a lot of us are hiding out in scarcity mindset in all different areas, right? Even in dating, it's like, oh my gosh, but if I break up with him, what if I'm alone forever? Holy shit. I mean, there's 8 billion people. Like, come on, you're not going to be alone forever, right? These are all the places that we're stuck in scarcity mindset. And that's not a a conscious thing or an intentional thing, which is why there's so much value in just creating some space to bring awareness to what we are saying, what we are believing. Every time we're saying, I can't afford it, you're affirming that, right? Mm -hmm. And so starting to really step into abundance mindset, I have more than enough time. Time is the biggest place that people are in scarcity mindset because we're living in the energy of, I don't have enough time. There's not enough time. I'm not going to have enough time for that. Oh man, that's really stressful. That's really contracting, right? And so time is a huge one for people, right? I'm just pointing out different places that we're in scarcity mindset versus anchoring in every day to, I have more than enough time for everything that I'm here to do. I have more than enough time for that, right? And when you orient from that place, you're going to feel time expand in your day. And you're also going to realize there's a lot of stuff that you try and fit in that just really doesn't need to be there and probably shouldn't be there and is dragging you down, right? And so what would you choose if you knew that you had more than enough? You know, I will say that, there was a distinct shift for me because I was really stuck at the low six figure mark and where I really catapulted from six to seven figures, like quite tangibly, was I made some of the biggest investments I had ever made in myself. Uh, I had invested in three different coaches at the same time. And pretty much, you know, my entire, what would have been my year salary, I decided to invest all in once, all at once in myself because I decided, well, the version of me that makes seven figures in a year, of course she would invest this in herself. Right. Um, and so I made that decision and I was scared, but it felt so right. And I thought, I mean, my only choice now after making that investment is that it has to come back to me tenfold. It literally has to. Mm-hmm. And it did. And it was, it was when I made that investment, the next month was my first hundred K month. Mm-hmm. I started scripting out like classic, classic, simple, cheesy manifestation stuff. This works if you believe it. Okay. So, I mean, I started scripting out, okay, the version of me, and I, and I started a little bit lower, right? Cause you don't want to jump to something that your nervous system like really can't believe. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, okay, the version of me that's making 30K months consistently, wh- what is she doing every day? And I would script that out and journal it out. And it started with the simple things like, okay, so I woke up this morning and I made myself this nice matcha latte. And then I put on my cute aloe yoga set. And it was like all of these little simple things. And I started to realize as I wrote out this day, wow, I've created this idea in my head of when I have 30K months consistently, I'm going to have a lot more spaciousness in my day. I'm probably going to be a little bit more social. I seem to wear a lot of cute athleisure. I apparently drink a matcha latte. You know, I my mornings are not very rushed. 
trust. I, I have a team that I trust to take care of things. And I just started to notice those little things and I, I implemented them. I lived as them. So the next day I thought, all right, I'm going to wake up and I'm just going to ease into my day instead of walking into it like a chicken with my head cut off and I'm going to make myself a matcha latte, right? And I'm going to journal and and just do these little things that I've for some reason decided I suddenly do when I <laughs> make 30K months and I'm going to wear my, my you know, athleisure set. And and I started to realize, wow, what would it look, look like for me to overall think like that version of me, right? Because the version of me that was making 100K a year was making very different decisions than the version of me that was making 100K a month. <laughs> and I started to realize that gap. And so I started to choose as that version of me. And there was nothing else to be done other than my reality had to recalibrate to that. And so I was what I call choosing ahead. An example of this that, that has come up in my life many times has been with a living situation. So every single time I have moved, I have always found like my ideal place and had that moment of, but that's more than I wanted, right? Because we always move somewhere we want somewhere that's the same rent or whatever that we're paying. And every single time I found myself finding the exact thing I wanted, but it was like not what I was fully comfortable with. And I thought, okay, but if I say yes to this, then of course I have to make that amount. Um, <laughs> and, and that has happened for me every single time, right? And so what people do is they, they say, that's how they think about money. Once I get this amount of money, then I'm going to do this. The way that I think about money is I'm going to do this so that I make that amount of money. <laughs> right. And so I've done that with hires as well. So if I really need to hire somebody in my team mm. and I know who that is, and I know that's going to really support me and I'm feeling guided there, I'm going to hire. And because of that hire, the business is going to make more money that then is going to support that. So I don't wait until I have this, you know, the extra money. I hire ahead. I choose ahead. I mean, I, I did the same thing with, I tell this story a lot because when I bought this house, um, I was not planning on, this is when I was 25 and I was not planning on buying a house. Like it wasn't even on my radar. I wasn't thinking about it. I really didn't care. And it just kind of popped up and it was a month between when I decided I was going to buy a house and then when I did. And it all happened very fast and I was not planning it. So I, I didn't have the full amount I wanted, uh, basically to, to do the down payment. Um, and I wanted to pay in cash. And so I literally put it in a cash offer <laughs> with money. I did not completely have, um, because I was so guided here. I'm not give, please do not take financial advice from me. I'm just telling you examples from my life. Um, and I, I'm not joking. And I like had a full mental breakdown, but I was like, the universe did not guide me here to, to screw around with me. Right. And so I took that leap and I signed the papers and that, that week, <laughs> that week, um, I manifested the entire amount <laughs> to pay for this house in cash. So that was the craziest shit I probably ever did. Uh, and it seemed to work out. And so I'm just giving that as an example because I think it really helps our subconscious to have these different examples of how, how the universe does support people. How I choose ahead, I hire ahead, I pay ahead. So I don't choose based on you know, what I think I can have right now, I'm choosing based on the version of me, like, what is she saying yes to, right? And so if you're already saying, oh, I would love to go on that trip, but I can't afford it. Why are you deciding that the you in three months can't afford it? You're already deciding that, right? Versus, you know what, the three, the me in three months is going to afford that easily. And so I'm saying yes to this. And then I'm going to see how the universe sends me in that money. And that's also going to call me up, 
right? To show up differently, to act differently so that I'm calibrating to being the version of me that I've decided can invest in that with, with ease, right? And so for me, it really was a huge shift in my relationship with money. I really had to heal that relationship so I could look it in the eyes, so I could work with it, so I wasn't afraid of it, so I wasn't expecting it to betray me, expecting it to leave me, expecting it to, you know, try and control me. I really had to heal that relationship with money to help it work for me and stop being so so scarce with it in terms of something that money really likes is having a place to go. Money really mm-hmm. likes to be circulated. Money comes and finds people that are good stewards for it. So I found the more I invested in myself, the more I invested in businesses, companies, people who I really believed in, who I wanted to circulate money to, that money did come back to me tenfold. And so the mm-hmm. more I have learned to circulate it, the more money comes to me. Because if you're trying to manifest money and you're not going to do anything with it, it's just going to sit in your bank account, money's probably not going to try and find you, right? And mm-hmm. so what I always do is, if I'm trying to get a cash injection somehow, I'm going to be really clear with where I want that money to go. So whether that is, uh, you know, I'm a big believer in having different bank accounts for different purposes just to create more money portals, but it really is as simple as, hey, I'm going to write down or be really clear in terms of, hey, uh, I am calling in this money because I'm going to hire this person. I'm calling in this money because I want to go on this vacation. I want to buy a new couch. It doesn't even matter, but give your money a place to go rather than just being like, I want more money for what purpose, right? And so this is about learning to direct the flow of energy because money is just a physical manifestation of of energy, right? And so for me, the way that I work with money and direct it and attract it in is I create space for it to go and I'm really clear with how I'm going to be a steward for it and not a hoarder of it. And I'm I'm going to circulate it and put it towards something because money wants that place to go. But I had to really heal my relationship with it. I had to stop blaming it. I had to stop uh, being resentful toward it, right? I had to stop projecting all my shit onto it for me to be able to actually work with it. And I think a lot of us, well, I know a lot of people, their relationship with money is the thing that holds them back. I mean, most people, right? They don't they don't do the things they want because of money because they think they can't afford it, right? They stay in jobs they don't like. They stay in relationships they don't want to be in. Um, they stay in living situations in cities, right? Money is a bit, a very, con- it can feel like a very constrictive energy. And that's not money's fault. That's our perception of it. That's other people's projection of it. It's how people have used it, right? So it's more about how other people have used it than what it actually is. And if if everybody lived in the knowing that they had more than enough money, how many of us would make very, very different decisions? And this is one of the subconscious ways that we deflect money or don't attract more money in because Mm. if you had it all, then what would you do, right? If you had it all, then would you have to make that scary decision? Would you actually have to leave the job? Would you actually have to start your own company? Would you actually uh, Mm. not have an excuse to stay in that relationship, Right. And so it actually can be a really common subconscious way that we like stay in problems. So we have excuses. But when we've actually decided that we're ready to release problems, when we have decided that we are ready to say yes to ourselves fully, uh, money will will come in. But we've got to stop blaming money or hiding behind it if we mm-hmm. want more to flow toward us. Wow, this is the most expensive conversation that I have had all week. And just listen ah. like these quantum shifts that you've been able to create for yourself because of that bold action that you took and just leaning fully into it. It truly is inspiring. And I know that our listeners are going to absolutely be eating up absolutely everything that you're sharing here. I honestly want to touch on once again, I love how you shared like 
that shift from going from a low six figure business owner to making your first hundred thousand dollar month, like how you really went all in on creating that shift and transforming the version of yourself that you were like you started to write down and started to get clear on what does that $100,000 month version of yourself look like? And then you started showing up as her. And I think like whether, you know, our listeners are sitting here thinking, I can't afford to, you know, find three coaches to help me make this happen. It's something you can make happen on your own either way. Like listening to what you shared there and how you were scripting each day and then actually embodying what you were scripting. That is that is the power, right, in the transformation. Having the coaches, they're there to help expand you. Like listening to this podcast, this alone is going to help expand our listeners, you know, from hearing what you were able to make possible for yourself as well. So I'm truly inspired by that. I think it's uh, absolutely epic. And again, the fact that you did it at 25 is even more epic. And uh, something I would love a little bit more clarity on as well, because you were talking about um, the law of resonance, becoming that version of yourself who you want to become and feeling safe to receive more. I think that area of feeling safe to receive more um, can be very challenging for a lot of people. And I know you did share some insights into um, how to start moving forward with that, but are there any specific actionable steps that if our listeners are sitting here today and that's something that they really do resonate with, um, that they can start doing to help them find that safety in receiving more? Yeah, totally. So, I mean, there are a lot of things here. And, you know, I actually kind of want to go back to something around just the investment piece. So there's a piece of me that wants to affirm, yeah, you don't have to invest in three different coaches the way I did, right? That was just what I needed at the time. And one was for business, one was for uh, media, one was for my, like my personal life health stuff. So it was really about me recognizing I desire support in these areas. And so I'm going to say yes to myself here because the version of me that's already at seven figures in a year, of course, would not second guess. Hey, if I need this type of support for me to feel good, of course, I'm going to say yes to that. Right. And so that was where that decision came from. Um, and so, no, you don't have to make that decision the, the way I did. But what I will say is showing up as the version of you that is making the amount you want to be making if you are somebody, I'm just going to be very clear here because I, I like, I wish somebody had knocked me across my face <laughs> and told me this earlier. The version of you that's making that amount is not only leaning on free advice. And I'm just such, such an advocate for getting a coach, getting a mentor, like get the cheat sheet, have somebody who can support you very directly and reflect things back to you because it is such an individual process. If you are trying to build your business just off of free advice, you're only going to get so far. And that's where you're living in scarcity mindset. And that is where you haven't fully said yes to your business. Because when I've decided that there is no other option than for my business to succeed and for me to make that amount, it is not a question that it is worth that investment for my business, right? To me, I think about if my business was my child, would I say, oh, you only get free stuff? Or would I say, I'm going to invest in you because you deserve the best. My business deserves the best, right? And I believe in it and I care about it. And if you are only investing in free advice, there's a piece of you that doesn't fully believe it's going to work. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, and so it really is, again, thinking about the version of you who is already wherever you want to be. That person is not going to just lean on free advice. It can only get you so far. And there's a deeper mm -hmm. reason why you're only taking free advice. And I feel very, very strongly about this because 
look, I have, I have done business coaching for a lot of people. And if you are unwilling to invest in your business, you probably shouldn't be an entrepreneur. I'm going to be very, I feel really strongly about this. Not everybody should be an entrepreneur. That's okay. But if you're unwilling to invest in your business, you probably shouldn't be an entrepreneur. And I'm not saying you have to invest a lot of money and I'm not saying you have to, but what I'm saying is if there is resistance to it, there's something deeper underneath it right? Because if you've decided that you're committed to the company, you're committed to the business, you've already decided it's going to work. And so investing in it to get that back, like, is it worth a five grand investment if you're going to make a hundred grand in a month? Yeah, Mm -hmm. 100%, right? And that is a type of thinking that I really do feel is required for entrepreneurship, right? Is It's thinking bigger. It's recognizing and understanding how me investing this time, this energy, this money into this, it's not giving it away, right? It is putting it, putting the energy somewhere so it can have momentum added to it. And it's going to come back to me and you have to be able to see the bigger picture, right? Um, and so I'm not saying you need to invite, you have to, right? There are lots of people who have built incredible businesses, pretty much bootstrapping the whole thing, not investing too much. Um, but it's not that you have to, it's around the mindset energy underneath it. And so if you're super resistant to investing in it, you got to look deeper at why is it because you don't believe that it's going to make it right? Mm-hmm. And in that you've already decided that it's not going to work because yeah. your energy toward it is going to be the most important thing. So I, I do want to bring that up because I think that is really relevant here because I would also say, to be honest, if I was in a situation where I wasn't feeling safe to receive, I would hire a mentor or a coach to support me in that individually because there's some deeper stuff underneath there that you are going to get to a lot more quickly and a lot more safely in a smaller container with somebody than trying to figure it out yourself. And if you're somebody who's trying to figure everything out yourself, once again, that's not really a successful entrepreneur mindset. A successful entrepreneur understands that they need to and get to be supported and it takes a village. Mm-hmm right? Um, Because guess what? Like you're going to be supported by your clients, your customers, your uh, VAs, your OBMs, your managers, your project managers, your web designer. Like it is, you have to be able to allow yourself to be supported and recognize like, you know, even if you think you're doing it all yourself, you still are requiring the support of your clients, customers, right? So getting in the energy of, of support. Um, Some other things around being safe to feel to receive more. I think very tangibly they're going back to the money conversation and just starting to give yourself some space to recognize what your beliefs are around money and also around success and letting yourself have some space to just brain dump without any judgment. What are my fears around this? What are my fears around receiving more money? Am I afraid that I'm going to lose it all? Am I afraid that I won't be able to be responsible for it? Am I afraid that people are going to judge me? Am I afraid that people are going to say something? Um, am I afraid that then someone's going to try and take it? You know, like somebody's going to be like, oh, well, you make money, so can you pay for this? Um, I would start to go into what are my fears around money? What are my fears around success as well? So am I afraid that I'm my friends aren't going to relate to me anymore? Am I afraid that people are going to make fun of me for for showing up more, showing my face more, putting myself out there more? Um, you know, what are the fears I have and really giving yourself some space to just bring those to the surface because we can't shift them if we don't allow ourselves to see them. And then working with each of those start to shift them into something that is in alignment, right? And so when we can identify the belief or the expectation, then it is, well, where did I learn that, right? Mm -hmm. What experience did I have where I learned that or who told me that? And does that have to be true? And if it happened before, does that mean it has to happen again? Because the thing is, we experience things so that we can 
learn and not have to have them happen again, right? And the thing is that just because something happened in so-and-so's business doesn't mean it's going to happen for you, right? That was their business. That was their life. Um, and so just starting to, I find, go into those fears. And, and for me, I had to get really comfortable with, well, what if that does happen? Then what? right? Um, And going to those fears, shifting them. And for me, having practices every single day and living a life where I felt generally safe and stabilized, right? And so if I'm in, in personal relationships where I don't feel safe to fully be myself, if I don't feel supported, if I feel like I can't celebrate my successes with people or share those, I'm not going to feel safe in my body to receive more, right? So looking at your personal support system, this is a huge one for entrepreneurs. I would say with most of my my clients now, those really high level entrepreneurs, like what it takes to get to that level is a very strong support system. And you really have to look at your personal relationships, right? And so Mm -hmm. is this person feel like a solid foundation supportive? They are excited to celebrate with me? Or is this somebody who I don't feel safe to fully share all of my goals and dreams with, who I'm afraid they're going to see me differently or judge me if I get to the place I want to go, right? Where am I adjusting myself so other people are more comfortable? A lot of people hold themselves back because of what family is going to say or because they're afraid it's going to shift their relationships. So starting to look at, do I feel safe and supported in my personal relationships? And we might have to make some big shifts there, right? Also looking at just in general, like, who, who is my support system? High, high level entrepreneurs have a, have a personal care team. They have a therapist, they have a spiritual mentor, right? They have a life coach. They have a personal trainer. They have an acupuncturist. They have a whole team that's supporting them and feeling their best. It's never just them, right? There's a lot that goes into having that mental, emotional, energetic, uh, strength and safety and stability. And it is allowing yourself to, to feel held, right? It's all the different coaches from all of the different angles. And I'm not saying you need to have all of those, but just recognizing like, is there somebody in in my life? Are there people who I do feel safe with, who I can open open up to, right? So so I have that sense of um, stability is, is another huge one that I would encourage people to look at and having practices for yourself mm-hmm. that clear your energy, stabilize your energy body, right? Whether that is meditation or breath work or yoga, a physical practice, uh, dancing, somatic practices, you know, shaking, whatever it is, like what are the things that you do consistently, the tools you have in your toolkit to work with your body, move out old energy, to stabilize yourself, to ground yourself in, um, that's going to be really important so that you feel full safety and trust in yourself. And I know for me, like if shit hits the fan, I have plenty of tools in my back top, in my back pocket where I can help my body return to safety, right? So I have all of those tools that I've developed for myself. Um, and that allows me to trust and know that like, I got me, I'm good. Right. So mm-hmm. those are some things I would I would suggest. Honestly, there's so many tangible steps that people can take away from this episode today. If anyone's been listening and they're like, there's so many options that now I can follow, you know, to step into this next level of expansion and they're a little bit overwhelmed around the first step that they could take. Is there any guidance that they that you would give them for moving forward from here? Yeah, I mean, I would I would start, to be honest, I would go back to the scripting piece Mm -hmm. because I think the big thing is getting really clear on where you want. And the thing is that is allowed to and probably will shift and change, but get really clear on, and it's not what you think you want. It's like on a soul level, what's the thing that you really, you've been dreaming about? Like that thing that would just make you feel so lit up and you Mm -hmm. don't need to limit yourself. You know, for me, it opened up, things opened up when I realized 
I want to just get paid for doing shit I love. So what are the things I love? And I made a list and I thought, great, let's monetize this. Right. <laughs> right. And so play with that. Like if, if the limits are, or if there are no limits, right. If the possibilities are endless, what is it that you really want? Let yourself dream and go there and ask for that. And then think about, okay, what would it look like for me to create a life that I really, really love and start to script that out and just let yourself get a little bit clearer on what you want that to look like, because it might surprise you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, even in models, you know, like I realized, oh, I love group energy. And I was in so much one-on-one, which I, I loved for a different reason, but I realized what actually lights me up a lot more and would give me more space was to go more in that direction. And so I gave myself that permission, uh, even though I loved a lot of one-on-one, but I realized for the lifestyle I want to create, like I want a lot of space during my day to do other things. Um, and so that helped me kind of anchor in, you know? And so I would first script that out so you can get really clear on the life that you like really want. And then from there, I think about what are, how can I bridge that gap and start showing up as that version of me? How does that, what would that person do if they're wondering their next step, right? What would their next step be? Mm-hmm. I think another thing is I would write a letter to money. Dear money, this is how I feel about you. Why haven't you shown up for me? Where are you? What the hell's going on? Right? <laughs> like just mm-hmm. let it all, let it all out. I'm still annoyed about the time that, that you didn't show up for me when I need to pay for X, Y, Z. I'm still frustrated that blah, blah, blah happened right? Why weren't you here then? Just write a letter to money because that is going to bring a lot of clarity um, your way. I would also suggest um, two different options. If anybody is listening and they really want to go deeper into business energetics, I would recommend, I have a business energetics masterclass on my website that I strongly recommend. I think every entrepreneur needs to understand that information because it is applicable to every business model. Um, Mm -hmm. It's going a lot deeper into everything else that we talked about today. If you feel like your, what really needs more work right now is your relationship with money specifically, then I would suggest I have a manifestation activation around money specifically, where we really dive into healing your relationship with money. So those would be two different paid offers that Mm -hmm. will, first of all, call you up if you do want to invest in something um, just to shift that energy. But that is paid for next steps I would would dive into. And I also have a lot of podcasts and Instagram posts and all kinds of content around it um, for free as well as well. So those are some different steps I would invite people into. Well, what we'll do is both of those masterclasses that you did mention, we'll pop the links for them in the episode description anyway. So if anyone does feel called to exploring them, they can easily access them and easily take that next step forward. And of course, we'll be putting all of your Instagrams and all of your socials and everything into the description as well. But is there a specific platform uh, or what is the Instagram platform in particular that you would love people to reach out to you on if they do want to connect with you further? Yeah, perfect. Um, so I'm easy to find. I'm Christina the Channel everywhere. So Christina the Channel podcast, Christina the Channel.com, Instagram is Christina the Channel, YouTube is Christina the Channel. So any of those places, um, I'm I'm all around. So you can pretty much pick one and all of my other links will be there. So easy to find. It makes it so simple when we do that. That's the same for me. Empower yeah. them podcasts, empower them Instagram, empower them everywhere. It's so much easier. A little hack for plugging yourself. But um, Christina, thank you so much. 
for absolutely everything you've poured into this episode today. I mean, your time, your energy, the valuable like insights that you've shared from your own journey and the action steps that people can't, can start taking in theirs. I really am grateful for all that you've opened up about and shared with us today. And I know that it's going to really impact so many people who do listen to this episode and resonate with what you were sharing. So in saying that, Christina, thank you once again for joining me on the podcast. I'm so excited to continue following your journey myself. Oh, thank you so much. This was such a great conversation. Uh, Yeah. And I hope people got a lot of value out of it. So thank you again for having me on. So that's a wrap on another episode of the Empower With Them podcast. If you want more from me, then make sure you come say hi over on Instagram at empowerwithm and let me know your thoughts on this episode. And if you love the podcast, then don't forget to leave a five-star rating and review to help us grow this platform. Now, before you go, I'm going to leave you with one final question to sit with and take action on stepping away from today's episode. How can you go out into the world today and do something small that will empower those around you in some way? Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming along and I'll see you next episode.